You're listening to Messages from the Middle, episode number 40, Gratitude. Have you noticed that people don't usually share their struggles until they're over? It's not until they've defeated their dragon and marched victoriously home that they share their story. Well, I'm not one of those people. My name is Wendy Parrish, and I am in the middle of my story. From the middle, I've learned a few things, and I would like to bring you into my story. This is the good, the struggle, the light, the dark, and the lessons learned. This is Messages from the Middle. Hello, and welcome to Messages from the Middle. I'm Wendy Parrish. I was just thinking that this is the last episode of 2023, and it's episode number 40. So it's to me kind of cool that we ended on a round number. (laughs) I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, Anyway, I'm excited to have done 40 episodes in 2023. So this episode goes live in that six days between Christmas and New Year's, which is kind of a hole, if I'm being honest. Maybe for some people it's super productive. Maybe you're on a vacation, maybe you're starting early on your house decluttering and cleaning goals, and that's awesome. Um, Other people use it as time to just sleep and recover and all of those things. So I'm going to make this a very short and sweet episode. Today, I'm going to talk about gratitude for your mental health. I've done episodes before where I have thrown in gratitude as something that's very important for you to do as a practice for your mental health. And this little short, we'll call it a mini episode, will focus on just gratitude. That's all we'll talk about. So here's the thing that's cool about gratitude is when you express gratitude, it actually does release hormones, a good hormone into your brain that increases happiness or love. The hormone that it's mostly associated with is oxytocin, which is called the love hormone. Studies show that when you show feelings of being thankful, it can improve your sleep, your mood, and your immunity. Gratitude can decrease depression, anxiety, and difficulties with chronic pain and risk of disease. If there was a pill that did that, you know for sure everyone would be taking it, right? Especially if it had no side effects. And gratitude has no negative side effects. It just does the things. It just helps you with decreasing your depression and your anxiety and boosts your immunity. It's kind of awesome. Your brain is designed to problem solve rather than appreciate. So you need to override this design to reap the benefits of gratitude. So it's very easy to be like, here's a problem, let's fix it, here's a problem, let's fix it, here's a, instead of stopping, pausing, and looking at what is good and what you're grateful for. So the right amount of gratitude is... I guess I'll say what's right for you, but gratitude should be practiced every day, just like how you would take a magic pill every day if that existed. So 
try to start your day by thinking of one person that you're grateful for as soon as you wake up. It can be appreciating a friend who sends you those funny memes or a great teacher that's in your life somewhere or just somebody that you run into as you're doing your daily tasks. It's also good so you can think about this person you're grateful for, but it's kind of cool to actually thank that person somehow with a note, kind words, or a text. So as I stated before, this idea of gratitude actually does release hormones. Behavior changes biology. So positive gestures benefit you by releasing oxytocin, the hormone I talked about before. And this is a hormone that helps connect people. People call it the love hormone. And I've talked about this at length. We need love and connection. You'll also benefit the person on the other end of the gratitude gesture, because who doesn't like to be shown appreciation? Sharing kindness can make you healthier and happier. And another method that's really great for your gratitude is to keep a gratitude journal. Setting aside time during your day especially like maybe first thing in the morning to set the mood or even at night when you're trying to like slow your mind down and get ready to sleep. I like to do it in the evening because what I like to do is think back on the last 24 hours and write down the things I'm grateful for within that frame of time to keep it more of a now gratitude instead of a just overall gratitude. It's very easy to be like, grateful for my family, grateful for the sunshine, grateful for, you know, really just finding like specific things from the last 24 hours that you are grateful for. So I could write something like, I'm grateful for this funny thing that my daughter said. I'm grateful for the time that my husband spent helping me do this project. And the thing that's really cool about that is it actually will serve as a journal, as a record. You can go back and remember that time in your life. I was talking to a woman recently who talked about how she was reading her gratitude journal from when her children were little and how it brought back like memories of during that time, which was actually a really hard time. Those of you, you know, that are either in it right now with young children, or I can remember very vividly the times when there was not as much sleep and a lot of toddler fighting and screaming, things like that. And to remember, like, I am grateful that my child didn't bite another kid today. I've been in that phase. (laughs) I won't out which child was the biter. (laughs) Anyway, so try writing down the great things that happened to you within those last 24 hours that you may have just taken for granted writing things out that maybe you probably wouldn't have noticed really brings that to your attention and starts to open your eyes and your mind to the good things that are happening. Our lives are full of reasons to be thankful. Sometimes we just need to remember to notice them. If you are a New Year's resolution kind of a person, this might be a great New Year's resolution for you. Something along the lines of keep a gratitude journal, write five things I'm grateful for at the end of each day. And one more thing I want to throw in about these New Year's resolutions. I learned this from my mother-in-law and I think it's so great. Sometimes you say things like every day 
But then, especially if you have all or nothing thinking, then it's like once you've missed a day, you're like, well, I already blew it. So maybe you say like at least four times a week, at least, you know, something along those lines. So then you open it up to being able to do it every day, but you still know that you're going to do it at least four times a week. So then if you miss a day or that leaves you even open to like, okay, so one week you were traveling or one week things were crazy and you couldn't do it, but you can make up those days in the other days so that it kind of helps to eliminate the all or nothing thinking. Just felt like throwing that in there because New Year's Eve is coming up and those of you that are resolution makers, I think that's a really great tip as well. Before I sign off, I want to share a few things that I am grateful for. I am grateful for this year. It has been a hard one, but it has been so much better than the year before. This year, we began the year by climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. And right after we climbed that mountain, I remember thinking that is a metaphor for this year. We started on top of a mountain. This year is going to be good. I'm going to do the work. We're going to do the work. And this year will be better. And while I'm at it, I am very grateful to have been able to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. That was an incredible experience. I go back to it all the time, thinking about the physical and mental and emotional and even spiritual strength that I needed to pull from to finish on summit night. It just, I'm grateful that I had that experience to show me what I'm capable of. I am grateful for my husband who has been a strength and a support to me through, we've almost been married 25 years, but we've been together way longer than that. And he has been there for me during some of my hardest times. And he really shows up when I need him and knows when knows when he needs to help me out. And I hope that I can do the same for him. I am grateful to my family of origin. I recognize all the time how grateful and how blessed I was to have grown up in the family that I grew up in. We had a great time. We had a lot of fun and I had super loving and awesome parents. And I'm grateful for the family that I'm building now. It looks different than it used to. It looks different than I expected it to. It's all just kind of crazy and chaotic time in raising a family right now. Their ages are kind of all over the place. My kids are kind of moving on and moving through different stages and it's, it's different and it's hard. But if there's one thing that I've learned in my life experiences is we learn from different and hard. I'm grateful for this podcast. It's been so fun for me each week, thinking of a topic, something to learn more about work through and process. A lot of times the subjects come to me by things that are, I'm working on currently in my own mind and putting it down on paper, talking about it, recording it has been really helpful in understanding and processing a lot of these things that I'm working on myself. I'm a work in progress. And I'm thankful to 
everyone who has given me their time to listen to all of my episodes, a few of my episodes, anything. And especially really those of you who have reached out to me, oh, it means so much that you are letting me know that what I'm doing is giving you something, some value, letting you know that you're not alone. I'd say that that's the primary feedback that I get. Thank you for letting me know that I'm not alone. And right back at you. Thank you for letting me know that I'm not alone. Every single person that says that to me, I'm like, it's not just me. Thank you. It's not just me. It means so much. So I want to say thank you again. Really, really appreciate you spending any time with me and reaching out to me. And one last time for 2023, I want to let you know that you are loved and that you matter no matter who you are or where you are in your story. Have a great rest of 2023 and let's move forward into 2024 with growth and healing and all the things that we need to make us feel whole spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me in the middle of my story. My theme music is White Linen by Asher Child. He's my kid. You can find all of his amazing music on all streaming platforms. And you know, it just wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't ask you to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. But seriously, it would really mean so much to me if you did. Thank you so much and see you next time. When I'm walking.